And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Chop Sports Fight Factory presented by Dudes Gourmet, Feel Good Factory, coming to you from the Flip It Made Easy studios here in beautiful Matawan, New Jersey. And of course, broadcasting live and recording right here from the Cabinet Creations Sports Desk. We got myself, Chris Gucci. I got my boy, Casual Dave. I got the Reverend. Tommy D. And hey, we thank got you guys for having me here today. Wrestling Rob over there in the <laughs> producer's chair. How we doing, boys? We're doing good. We're doing good. Dude, what a phenomenal, phenomenal weekend. I know we didn't have any uh, UFC to go over, but we have stuff to preview later on. But we didn't need any UFC because WrestleMania delivered on night one and night two. Amazing. Just yeah. strip. My boy unbelievable. McAfee showed out. We're going to get into all that. We have a decent amount to go into with the MMA because like uh, Dave mentioned earlier, we do have UFC 273 to break down. But first, bro, back-to-back nights, WrestleMania. Um, it lived up to the billing. I'm not the hugest wrestling fan. I got to admit, though, you know. Heck of I a call, show for you to be my, on then. My, uh, <laughs> I had it on in the background, and okay. I did, you know, sit wait, down wait, 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 several. Wait, wait. Go ahead. You got to take time out of Baby Day for pro wrestling? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Baby Day was Friday. Baby I, think. Day I thought was, it was Saturday. Baby Day was Friday. In any event. Baby Day was Friday, but these listeners don't even know what the fuck Baby Day is. I was going to say, yeah, you threw so Baby Day in there. Baby but Day you gotta, had nothing you, listen, to do you with You got to tune into the Daily Show from 11 o'clock Eastern so on our, our YouTube channel. Plug. Go to yes. Chop Sports Media on YouTube and follow us, subscribe, all that good stuff, and you'll find all about Baby Day, unfortunately. <laughs> I figured I'd help you get it out of the way, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, totally. No. Um, again, Tommy chiming in with the most useless tidbits of information <laughs> in the history of mankind, but it's okay. That's what he's stuffed in the corner now for. No, just joking. We got a new set. We have a new set, and I think... For anybody that watched last week, might have saw Tommy kind of struggling with life for the forty-five minutes. It to did. An hour. It, did. it was very uncomfortable. Um, we've gotten Tommy's doing the whole like. Yeah, we've gotten we've gotten a few people that have come on the show, <laughs> the Daily Show, and this one now, where it's just been like the reviews are. Maybe we should not put somebody. Just, you know what it is? It's like it's one of those things. Like I don't know what to do with my hands. You know what I mean? And like you just don't know which way to turn, or which way to talk, and that's you know. So like, yeah, we got so we Tommy, the problem. We got Tommy off in the guest chair. We got producer Rob, wrestling Rob over in the producer's chair, and now me and Dave are a little more comfortable, so we could like fist bump and not have to worry about anything like with Tommy D in the middle of us. But like I said, loaded weekend. Um, where do you want to start, bro? I, I mean, know that there's there's, only, there's only one place to start when it comes to WrestleMania 38, which went down this weekend, the Saturday beginning? and Sunday. What? The beginning? No. Uh, you could start off by talking about the now legend that was made over the weekend, and that's Pat McAfee. Like, Pat McAfee literally revolutionized uh, sports entertainment, and, and he was booked in this role to do his thing. Pat McAfee takes over WrestleMania, and this was night two in which, you know, I'll, I'll throw it to you guys. I mean, we, we've obviously both watched night one and night two, and night two was going to – there was a lot to live up to because night one was an absolute banger, and we'll go through, like, what we thought stood out. But Pat McAfee is the one who's stealing the headlines right now because of his match with Austin Theory. And, of course, you said it last week that McMahon was going to be involved in some way, shape, or form, Tommy. And, and that was a good call because he was. It was almost – it was a foregone conclusion. Now, the ending – I didn't think it was going to happen. That was Rob. When we were sitting here, he asked, do you think Stone Cold comes out for night two? And we're, I was convinced I didn't think he no, was going to. No way. The match that he had with Owens the night before, I think he was just going to sit at home, collect his check, have some nice beers. Right. But no, he comes back out. It was a great night. I got to ask you, mm. and maybe Rob. Was that Maybe the, Rob. Not, not, not definitely Rob. Maybe well, Rob. Maybe Rob would know too. Okay. Has there ever been a superstar ever 
that has gone from the floor to the top turnbuckle in one jump like Pat McAfee did last night. What do you mean? Like from the from the mat, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen it. But like what I've never seen that before. But here's not in American anyway. Well, yeah, no, definitely in America. But like the the fact that he did it and the fact that he the way he did it, it's like it shows athleticism that you just didn't know. You knew he had it, but you didn't know he was gonna deliver it like he did. Because that was beyond incredible athleticism and pat mcafee like i said steals the show and and i completely wholeheartedly think that pat mcafee was the secret that that pro wrestling had and didn't know they had it like the the fact that marriage between mcafee and pro wrestling will forever be something that i think we could all get behind this question about the mcafee wrestling situation obviously the dude's got crazy mic skills he's one of the best um sports analysts slash youtubers on the planet right now 100 and clearly he worked the mic for the entire day one of wrestlemania and I would say three quarters of of day he two. literally got up two matches before his and, right? and left so, to go get ready. So let's and when say, I say go get ready, if you see in the graphic, that's literally what he wears every day anyway. So it was like his say, yeah, let's, get ready let's gear. Just was, say, let's just say McAfee was like, "Fuck this! I'm going to be full time WWE superstar." What do you think he could actually bring to the table? Like this dude could you think he could hoist the world championship one day? Is he that good? I don't think he's that guy. I don't think he's that. I, I don't know. Like he is who he is. Like people know him as the former punter in the NFL. He's not a professional wrestler, but he went out there and and, and fought. You know what I mean? And, and did his thing and played with Austin Theory for twenty minutes and made sure that he got everything that he needed to get in and showed amazing athleticism. And I think that he is who he is, and he would never. I don't think he would ever leave his like, full time gig to way, go. What, in, I guess in the good point wrestling. here is that if he didn't have the following he had because of his YouTube show, then he wouldn't be he wouldn't have been able to ignite the crowd the way he did. I think it goes hand in hand. So I guess I answered my own question there. But me and Rob, when we were sitting here watching it at the studio, Rob, I mean, you could tell like McMahon had a front row seat for that, bro. Like he he heard the Seven Nation Army, he heard the da 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 da, da and the whole crowd's doing it for like 20 minutes straight, dude. It was it was like I've never seen that like that before just specifically with them and for Vince to be sitting there and for Pat to be doing that. And as far as the the move, he's definitely done that with Adam Cole before. Yes, that's, and yeah, so if you saw the Cole match, Tommy, he's yeah, done that. I, I remember the Cole match vaguely. I don't okay. remember him doing that. Though. Yeah. He, um, dude, it was, it was crazy. And for him just to be out there again at the end of the night and then Austin comes out and he's gets stunned and then he's drinking beer again to be passed out. We were like 14 year old kids again, right? Dude, yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately he (laughs) caught me like, dude, we both stood up simultaneously. Like when we Twitter video, by the way. Yeah. Well, what? Or Instagram. Yeah, Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like he, he literally, he caught me in the act of being a super mark, you know, basically being what Tommy is every day. I turned into for like one minute. Um, but like we saw it coming. We felt it. I stood up. This guy was like, all right, perfect opportunity because Dave's about to lose his shit. If Stone Cold, for whatever reason, comes out, he comes out, blah, blah, blah. But McAfee absolutely delivers. And, and again, like I, I can't say enough about the guy. He's somebody I strive to be, honestly. Like, like, why do you think I take on the AAA commentary roles? Why do you think I continue to do WrestlePro? Like, I love professional wrestling. And I love doing this. If I can do both, like, what a bonus life you're living. Like, and he's doing it to the ump degree because he's a fucking millionaire. <laughs> so he's made it. It helps to be an ex NFL player who retired early enough, whose brains. He retired at butter. 29, man. Like, that's like hats off to him. And also, man. he was a punter. So it wasn't like he was really at risk of getting. But brain guess damaged. what? Now he's going to be the most recognizable punter 
ever. Right. Well, I mean, he already, he already was. I think, it, yeah, I think it already it's was. even more now because he's in a, it's a whole different demographic of people. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So McAfee gets it done, and, and it was incredible to see. Uh, before we r- roll off, I guess what we can do is a little bit of a roundtable discussion here. Tommy, like, obviously, we have all these graphics made and stuff that we want to talk about in specific matches, but, like, is there anything that stands out besides the McAfee stuff that, that's not listed? And when I say listed, we're going to cover Owens and Austin. We're going to cover uh, Rollins, Styles, like, all these guys. Like, is there anything out, under the radar that you felt like, holy yeah, shit? Yeah, it's amazing. All the championships that were getting tossed around this weekend, and not one of them was for Dallas in their own home stadium. Wow. Wow, he went, I'm sorry, uh, no, I, I he had went, to. He, he just, wow, I had wow. to go there. Uh, to, you no. know what? You know it's funny. I did see a funny joke, and, and like yours obviously wasn't funny. Uh, but uh, what, what I did, I did see a joke saying that the the, the WWE brought more talent into the star pr- training facility uh, than the Cowboys did in the offseason as far as like free agent visits and whatever. So that ha ha, like that's very funny. Uh, but yeah, if, so, I'm being, no, if, I, if I'm being honest, that's also a reach. <laughs> It's like, eh, now really what, what stood out to like, me, honestly, and this was it, it was great watching it here. Johnny Knoxville, dude, Sammy Zane. dude, <laughs> like, dude, like I when I say when that match started off, I was like, this this is gonna suck. I was like, I, what could this guy possibly pull out of his ass? Like I, I and literally and figuratively, you know what I mean? Like strap. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. This I was just like, dude. Give it a break, Johnny. You're 58. You know, like you stop. didn't like this. I'm just saying, like it was, I guess, entertaining. But I felt like I was in like '94 again. Well, it was Johnny Knoxville taking the a beat? Be- the don't best even see part, the best you're, memes, you're old. the memes I saw was like, if pro wrestling's fake, explain this. And it's like you see Johnny Knoxville trapped under a, a life size mousetrap, dude. The slap, the open hand slap thing. You Did you see, see all the memes man, about Mark you didn't Henry? See Wee Man uh, body slamming. Wee Man. Body slams, bro. Yeah, well, Did he come out dressed as Doink. <laughs> that would be dink. That would be dink. And no, uh, but it's not dude, that impressive because Pontius can lift Party 50% boy, bro. Their body weight, so Wee Man just proved it. They could lift fifty times. Tommy their body is weight. like, I'll give you a foul tip on that one. You're not out just yet, but that was that was like. <laughs> That was pretty much strike three, right? But we're gonna the, the catcher dropped like the catcher like, dropped it on that out. one. Tommy's yeah, no, like, God damn it, I'm gonna fuck Chris up after this show. Yeah, it it worked last night, apparently. It did. It did. It was funny. It was a, a funny joke last what, night. What joke? Oh, I wasn't here last night. No. Oh, that's right. You did. You did leave. You did leave because <laughs> oh, okay. uh, yes, to yes, continue yes. baby day, like you were saying before. See how that all ties in together? All right. Anyway, so McAfee Mania takes over. Amazing, Rob. What stood out to you besides the Johnny Knoxville thing that he just brought up? I'm gonna say probably the RK Bro match, like that. Yes. They yeah, kicked off, one. kicked off the yes. night, and the, it was crazy because when like when we started watching, I'm like, bro, how how do they beat night one? There's no way. There's no way. It's not gonna come close. Oh, I love. And then they start that match, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. All right. Well, we're in here now. Let's go. We're yeah. on for the ride. I loved it. I loved every <laughs> so second of that. So I know. I love when when I get a chance to say something on this wrestling roundtable, and I'm the one that knows the least, but I think I bring up the most prevalent bit of information sometimes. And this isn't nothing to do with Mania. It has a lot to do with WrestleMania weekend. But I think the biggest takeaway from this weekend was the Undertaker speech on Friday night. That was incredible. which we were not able to talk about last week. Forty five minutes. I think he went oh, up for man. an hour, an oh. hour of just straight. I'll be here all day, guys. Yeah, <laughs> with a that was a huge home run, huge information there. Um, but yeah, that was uh, incredible. Like he, he basically took you down memory lane. He took you down like just learning life lessons along the road. Like remember, WCW tried to get rid of 
this guy and said, like, you're not going to draw anything, so we don't need you, right? And then it was Bruce Pritchard and, and Vince McMahon and everybody collectively saying, no, no, we got this other character. We think you might be good at it. Let's give it a shot. And then 30-something years later, you have the Hall of Famer known as The Undertaker. Like, I, I think it was just the speech itself was incredible. The, the two mo and, and of course the never say never you know like you're like oh great now what now when, when's he gonna come out now tomorrow well, yeah <laughs> tonight dude it could be there could be so many things that go down and as we record this and release this on our youtube channel um you know raw monday night wrestlemania raw will be gone already so like anything that's surprising we could throw it up on our uh socials i guess but like overall like the biggest raw of the year happens as we record this tonight uh so we're so excited I, about so that. i have a question though about about these guys that retire and like a stone cold situation for example maybe you guys could shed some light um I would imagine Stone Cold got a boatload of money for doing what he did oh, this past weekend. Like, just well, yeah, filthy I mean, it's money. It's been 19 years since well, he's been well, in there, so yeah. Well, that's my point. So and with all if, the injuries and look, shit, let's yeah. Be, let's be fair. If Undertaker retired, and then a year and a half from now, which he did retire, he's a Hall of Famer, all that good stuff. And a year and a half from now, he decides he wants to come and kick the tires on a WrestleMania again. I feel like when you say never say never in wrestling, it's almost guaranteed that you're going to see some more of these guys because the payday is too big. I, how could you be Undertaker at this point and be like, oh, you know, in two years I'll go out there and give a speech or and, do what and I you brought do. Rob brought this up a couple weeks ago with the Saudi Arabia money. Like those guys are filthy rich, and they just like and if listen. they're gonna bring if they're gonna bring WWE overseas like that, like they want to pay for the Undertaker, they want to pay for Stone Cold. Well, Goldberg went over there, yeah, like yeah, yeah. they do That's exactly the Crown Jewel event. Can I be honest? And this is full disclosure. When we were talking about this last week, and you were talking about that Saudi money, I fully expected WrestleMania to be in Abu Dhabi this weekend. And when I'm watching it, remember I said it during oh. the draft. I was like, "Is this in Abu Dhabi? Is it's it? Like, is it all, out of the realm of possibilities? Probably not. An awful lot like Texans. It, it, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that guy is uh, from Abu Dhabi. Vince would never do WrestleMania anywhere else other than than uh, here, uh, other than America. Well, no, it makes sense, obviously, because yeah, no, I've, like listen. how much issues. But it's going funny though traveling. because people from around the world all come in for WrestleMania weekend like it's, right it's insane i'm kind of curious to know how many people would travel abroad to go to a wrestlemania hey, that's a tough trip man abu dhabi is an expensive place to go I'm, th I'm even talking like when they did SummerSlam at wembley you know like that was a packed crowd and i wonder how many wwe fans from from the u.s went to england to go listen or watch british bulldog Probably and Bret Hart. some but not much i mean that's a tough there's a lot of events like you know what it wrestlemania weekend brings wrestlemania weekend is like comic-con it Where, is. Wherever it, it was is, wrestling, wrestling people flock But there. SummerSlam and WrestleMania are two different things. You just said they'll never do it overseas for WrestleMania. SummerSlam, you know, I guess it's an it's a obviously a big event. I'm lost on how big what in terms the big of the pecking order. But I don't know, man. Like it's an expensive trip. If you're going to have WrestleMania or SummerSlam overseas, the tickets alone are going to be so crazy because all the fans there, there's a high demand. Right. So you're going to take all that. You have to be rich. That's that's the only way. Okay. Rich it is. Um, yeah, so speaking of Stone Cold Steve Austin, we'll bring up his match next. Um, and, and that was obviously what it, it capped night one, and that's Austin versus Kevin Owens, in which it was pretty much re like immediately re released by Owens saying like, hey, man, I lied to you. I don't want to sit down and have a talk. I actually want to fight. And I was just like, here we go. You know, like, here we go. Let's see what happens here. And I'm thinking... You saw, you just knew something was up when Austin came out with the with the knee knee braces and shit. Like his you just higher ring gear, right? His the, old the, ring gear. And I was like, jorts. you know what? This is uh, this is not going to be a a talk show. You know what I mean? And then 
get me out a referee and out comes the the tannest ref i've ever seen in my life and um and, and there it was do you think um owens fucked up his promo a little bit when he was talking he was like listing all stone cold's injuries and it was almost like he was diminishing the fact that he called him out he was like you got a bad neck he's like but other than that you're fine i think that was him being a dick yeah yeah like see like i took it almost like he was he was doing his promo and listing all the bad shit that and then as he was saying it he was like basically diminishing the guy that he was about to call out. So it's like you're calling out a, a cripple. Did you notice that Peacock stopped bleeping out stuff once Stone Cold got out there? Because he said asshole, no bleep. He said shit. He said sack of shit, yeah. Sack of I mean, shit, it's a no peacock. It's, it's a peacock, peacock yeah, too. Like they can, that's, that's cable. This, yeah, it's this is not... Because they, they bleep everything else. It ain't USA. It yeah, ain't cable TV. Peacock bleeps everything else. They bleep everything really? else on what? On every show of every channel? It was a live on show. All WWE stuff, like their pay-per-views, even the old ones. Really? All, all really? the old stuff, they See, bleep that's, out. I'm very surprised. That's alarming. Yeah, I'm very surprised. That's why a lot of fans had a big problem with it going over to Peacock, because it cut out a lot of stuff. Because they're, you know, family. Well, either way, nonetheless, I, I, they, they <laughs> stopped bleeping out Stone Cold, smashing beers over 11 dudes laying dead in the middle of the But ring. anyway, yeah, so Stone Cold has his moment. He beats the shit out of Kevin Owens. Uh, Owens gets on him a little bit, but just like I expected, uh, I honestly thought that after the first couple stomps, I was like, I think Austin's gassed already. Like, I, they looked like it was he slow, tired. right? He and I was tired. like, oh, is he like... Is he, he was gassed. Are you kidding I don't me? know, man. At the end, he looked like he was still going. Like He, he was, was going go after those punches. Once he got him in the corner, you could tell like Look, he wanted to go it was, I think it was like a little There's bit no more of a shock. Like There's no doubt about it that okay, he was wow. hammered. You know, First like, of all, he got like 40 beers thrown to him throughout. I know that Stone Cold's thing is <laughs> he the beer. Barely, he barely takes excessive? those beers. There was a lot. It was right? it was, was very excessive. And, and he, shout out to Rob. He actually, we have Stone Cold's beers in the fridge. I saw that in there. So we're definitely, I'm going to definitely indulge. Drunk isn't drinking one by now. No. No, Are you not today. You don't drink? No, I, I do, but we I didn't have one last night, and I didn't feel it would be right for me to just go in there and grab one. Since that's that's very admirable of you, because I would have probably slapped it right out of your hand, kind of like, shoosh, and he's <laughs> with Gabe Stevens. <laughs> you remember what happened to him, right? Yeah, dude, yeah, all right, good luck. Uh, that was another great, like, dude, the Gabe Stevenson thing, Gable Stevenson, uh, Stevenson, sorry. Um, it, it, that's another thing that he's putting pushed to the moon. I just hope they don't force feed him down everybody's throat. Like, we saw him twice, back-to-back -back nights. They had him in the ring now to try to do a celebratory drink, and he does the whole belly-to-belly -belly suplex on uh, Chad Gable, and uh, which is just weird how it's like Gable... Steve Sims, but it's like Chad like, Gable. That Dan purpose Gable done purposely. I don't think so. I don't know. But they have to be playing on the Gable name a little bit. Have to be. Possibly. I don't know. But um, anyway, so that's Stone Cold Austin. Uh, Stone Cold Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens. They deliver. It was a lot of fun uh, the entire Would time. Would you agree that it was the right decision making it a... a a false count anywhere, just hardcore yeah, match. Of course, because then you can do anything you want. Because I don't think I really don't think Stone Cold could do a Luthez press anymore. I, somebody texted me. I think it was Scoop who texted is that me. He's like, word? "What? What is that? Luthez, Luthez press? Luthez press is when he like runs." I thought you stroke. Like Talk about him. having a stroke. I thought you had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luthez, bro. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah. Um, so anyway, so great before, match. Before we come off the Stone Cold thing, though, I feel like it would be we we talked about McAfee, right? We talked about Stone Cold. And they each had their match, respectively. But the real, the thing that I saw was the when when Stone Cold came out with McAfee. That was the whole. It that was. was the entire show to me. The cell on the stunner, right? Oh, his cell was just like. Pfft. 
It was just like <laughs> just the rock. It goes right off. It was the yeah. when the rock took it after drinking a beer. It was like it was great. Exactly, like man. It. The way he's the fountain of beer coming out and Stone Cold. You could say that they fed off each other, which they did. They definitely. Um, did. I can't wait to see McAfee wasn't on air today, but he was. I, I missed. Uh, there was something I saw him. It said the date. He might have went on later yeah. than normal uh, today, but he Due definitely to the fact was. That I, he I, was Stone Cold stunned last right. night. I, at dude, a late did hour, you see him laying down busted. on the ground, still drinking the beer? Like I was like, that's my he's spirit, also the first my spirit guy animal. In, he's also the first guy in wrestling history to get counted out uh, by pin after getting a ball punted in his chest. Yeah, that was a little. Uh, that was the only thing I would say that was a little. Mm, you know, whatever. Like McMahon has to get his thing in there somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And oh, shout out to McMahon for getting excited and, and nervous about the wrong song. They played Austin Theory's song. He's like. <gasps> And then he's like, oh, that's not the right song. <laughs> and, then like, and then like, oh, here's the glass breaking. Oh, I got to get sick. Not like, for nothing, though. When I'm seven, I want to look like Vince McMahon does now bro, at my age. Squatting, he's 76. Squatting 1,000 pounds the other day on Instagram? Like, um, wait, was 80. it really 1,000 pounds? Yeah. yeah. yeah so dude. wait, so Vince McMahon squatted 1,000 pounds. Yes. I mean, it was like, a, it wasn't like your, tip, your it wasn't well, your prototypical looking, squat up and down. It was like some kind of machine on, on his belt buckle, and he went down bro, and up. Vince McMahon puts videos on, bro, if you don't think Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon works out all I day I want to know, long, I'm just bro. saying 1,000 pounds. 1,000, so, but he sent it to him so, at 3 a.m. Yeah, so he won a gold medal. He's going to win the world record for the, mo the, the most weight ever. I'm going to look it up. There's right some kind of there's some kind of something. It might not be an actual squat like a squat. This man did not trip. squat 1,000. Dude, pounds. Alex Hammerstone puts videos of him squatting crazy weight like that and leg pressing crazy. Weight okay, like who that. what who's this guy? What's he do for a living? He's a professional wrestler. wrestler. Why are you yawning? Oh, is he right. 79? <laughs> yeah, well. Like, Thousand pounds is a lot. So night. Don't, don't forget, he also has a lot of money, and he he probably gets the best of the best testosterone. Yeah, he gets out those there. Bugs Bunny weights where it's like it says forty five, but it's really like ten. Come on, there's nobody squatting a thousand pounds. We'll see. But anyway, we'll show you the video after in post. That's, that's all right. Anyway, so night one, obviously, we saw Stone Cold and Owens, right? And that was great. But also, the the rumors were true. We called this last week. Um, it wasn't very. It wasn't rocket science to figure out that. Cody Rhodes was going to be the opponent of Seth Rollins, and in fact, it was. And I'm telling you right now, it delivered. Um, I think that, honestly, like, you would say, what? Yeah, I know. You would say um, that this was very pre, like, we all knew it was going to be Cody, um, but when those lights went off, that fraction of a second, did any of you guys have this feeling that they were going to do something different? I thought when The Undertaker said, never say never, the gong was going to hit, he was going to come out, and then Cody would have came out after to kind of swerve the crowd. Okay. Since they've been swerving everybody for the past couple weeks, making you think he was going to come out on Raw, and then they debuted him at Mania. I thought they were going to swerve perfect, one perfect more debut time. though. Like that, that, that was definitely perfect. Not to release him anywhere. Like I saw a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff with him just being basically being like sat in a, in a bus for four hours long crammed in and then like you got to throw the hoodie on the sweatpants on so nobody could see him too yeah yeah they do they this with everybody to Khabib when fucking connor was on his rampage they just hit him on a bus <laughs> connor smash who won that fight that fight well they never fought Khabib hit in the bus <laughs> <laughs> that, they fought a different time but that, that, is, that that's, fight that's Khabib pretty good stayed right where he was um so anyway so this match 
delivers. Uh, Cody Rhodes looks like he took a couple lumps, he literally did. and figuratively. Like he went. Um, I think there was a little bit of homage to Stardust, you know, in that little cartwheel thing where he just did the star thing, and I think that was hilarious. That was almost like putting it to bed, like saying, like, guess what? Not Stardust anymore. Um, I just hope they don't mess this up. Like I, I, I don't think they can mess this up. I mean, I, I would think that Cody Rhodes is going to be a main eventer now on the Raw brand. I don't know if he's the kind of guy that can go right after uh, Roman or anything like that, but. No, he could be. They'll rock a, this. I this have a question feud. When you're done. They'll rock this feud between him and and Seth Masvidal the the entire. You stop with the Seth Masvidal thing. He looks thing. just like fucking George Masvidal. He looks nothing. He like looks him. nothing like Seth him. Rollins. And, and, looks and nothing here we like go. Ray wait, wait for it. So does anybody wait with a beard it. and long hair look alike? Wait for it. He's waiting for. I'm waiting for him to be like. And you know his real name? Like no. Yeah, the <laughs> biggest mark things of all times is he's the one who brought up describing to me somebody's real name as if we're third graders and you find out your teacher's real name because I feel like this might have been brought up last week on the episode. Is Seth Rollins 0-3 in his last three WrestleManias? I, we didn't bring that up. Yes, we did. You no. brought that up? I think it was glossed over maybe in pre, but I feel like yeah. they're doing our boy wrong. I feel like Seth Rollins <laughs> should be getting some dubs out well, there. On these we'll see what stages. they do with him Am here. But They this? give him the big match. This is though, a rub. So this is a big rub. This is like, this is like hey, Cody's debuting. You're the guy. You know, like, and go, go honestly, get him. he got the better of Cody for most of that for most of that match. Rob so. kept talking. I don't care about who got the better of things. This is who won and who lost. And we're talking about legacy builders and things like that. And like losing three in a row. Wins and losses really don't matter. Are you sure? I promise you. But I mean, I guess you put on a good match. You got Cody Rhodes. Um, Everybody. But wins. when we're when we're talking about guys and we're talking about the intercontinental champions of all time, we had these conversations and we will have one of those conversations about the greatest intercontinental mm -hmm. champ ever. But you know, when we're talking about legacies and things like that, when people are talking about Seth Rollins' legacy, are they not going to be able to say he? You know, he's got three losses on his record at WrestleMania, so if he's six and nine, nah, that's nice. a, that's a, here's you know how nice. they, how you know that doesn't matter. Ric Flair has gone out and done interviews, and he said, "Listen, wins and losses don't matter. I've lost." 1,200 times, and I've won 16 times. Yeah, but how many times Meaning did he lose at WrestleMania? Belt, like, for his championships. Right. How many right. times? What's Ric Flair's record at WrestleMania? That's that's the question that I want to know. I don't, I don't really recall him having any wins many. at WrestleMania. Like, honestly, in later Flair hey, years, lost to Michaels, lost to Taker. I'm, I'm you know. bringing questions to the table because I don't know. I am the casual in this situation, and I could even make the case that I'm not even that. You I'm going to tell you why it ma it matters that why he lost. Not so not so much as Owen Owen 3 in the last WrestleManias, right? Because this is no matter what anybody says, it's AEW versus WWE. And they let him come in there after he just left and disrespect all them when started this whole new thing and then now comes back with, with his fucking tail between his legs because it didn't work out over there and they and hey Seth, you're going to be the guy that goes out there and fucking lays down and takes a pin in the fucking ring and Seth was like, "You know what?" I am. I'll go down and lay down, but he's going to have a – his face was messed up and his back was messed up. <laughs> he's got to – now you figure he's got to give him a win back. Now, no, Hogan wouldn't give a win back. You think Cody Rhodes is going to give Seth a uh, yeah. win back? I don't, bro. Yeah. I really no, don't. I do. I don't. This will, this, will, this will go on until SummerSlam and then – So I'm actually going to tip my cap to Vince McMahon on this one for actually letting his company lay down and take the L, essentially, right? Because yeah. it would be a very similar thing, and I know that this isn't the same – because you think Vince is taking a loss in all this? It, well, to, to the point that I'm making is if you, you want to equate this into a situation, I understand that, but to like put this into into the realm of like we're not pretend like we don't under, know that it's a script, right? Because that's right. So pretend like we don't know. It'd be the equivalent of like when 
Dana White sent Chuck Liddell over to Pride to fight in Pride FC, and the UFC's best fighter got knocked out by Rampage. So it's like, you know, like you're, you're risking a lot it. by having your yeah. guy, a guy from AEW come over and beat the WWE guy okay. right away. Okay, yeah, okay. Like, in that regard, okay. Vince First took an L. I'm saying, like, shout out to Vince for actually falling on his sword, and so, so to speak, yep. and letting his company, you know, almost take the back seat because I if there was like a that. little bit of a rub, AEW could be like, our guy, our guy went in there and fucking did yeah, work. Yeah, that's how I, that's I can't how believe I that like, Gooch has come so He's far. He's right. Like, <laughs> but you know, if, if Cody hadn't been with WWE first, you'd, you'd be right because when they squashed Fair. Sting... Fair at WrestleMania. I that feel like was the like the WWE has versus been WWE WCW. since the, the dawn they, of time. But b- both companies, yeah. like Dusty, well, went true. back and forth, back and forth a couple times, and same with Goldust, uh, Dustin. You know, so that whole family. Anyway, the match itself delivers. Uh, Cody Rhodes is now in the WWE, so we'll see what they do with it. Hopefully, they don't drop the ball on this one. Night two also included. AJ Styles and Edge, and before the match even started, it uh, looked like Styles was in a, a barroom fight. <laughs> like, I don't know if anybody noticed, but um, whatchamacallit, uh, it's, it's, you know, his face was busted up, <laughs> and apparently he got hit with one of the pieces of the sign. So now I'm not hearing it's the pyro. There was like a, a star, like yeah, like Dallas him. Cowboys star, and he, like, he got too close to it or some shit. I don't know. He just got his face nicked up before he can even get it. Sounds into the like ring. him and the boys had a good night the night before <laughs> on Friday, and he just had to make up a nice excuse, and it but, was the Dallas Cowboys star. But of course, uh, I have to give, you know, uh, Markism where Markism is due. Right before the match, Rob did say that there was supposed to be some kind of new faction developing. Yeah, that's what he read uh, within the, uh, the confines of the internet wrestling community, um, the IWC, have you? And sure enough, the, the faction has begun, and it's, uh, what the hell's his name? Damian, Damian Priest. Damian Priest. So we saw the entrance of Edge, fire, flames, great entrance. I think it was actually the best entrance of WrestleMania weekend. I don't know if anybody can compete with that, but no. um, I think that, you know, Dam- now Damian Priest, who I believe was a lost soul, like, because he was just, he was doing his U.S. title run and this, that, and the third. But he really, you know, he wasn't really getting over, I don't think. Uh, but this is going to look, really. The look, his, well, I thought his, his look. His in-ring work is fine. But his look for him by himself, it's weird. He needs to be in a fact. So do you think this is like Brood 2.0? Yeah. Do, do you think they'll name it the Brood? No. I think well, be, you imagine know, they come out to the Brood the theme song tonight. Oh, God. That would be unbelievable. But they won't because they just... Uh, Finally moved off the on this day. They finally gave it another <laughs> Alter Bridge song, by the way. Uh, so Alter Bridge is cleaning up on Edge theme songs uh, for royalties purposes. But um, a great match back and forth. Uh, a lot of people that I've talked to were kind of disappointed that that's how it ended. Like, oh, he just stared at a guy that was standing on the outside and that distracted him just enough to have something get done. The match was almost too good to end that way, but it is wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, this is well, I mean, this is okay, not so out of the realm the of possibilities, right? The guy distracted him. He didn't right. know if he was coming in or not. It was right. just a distraction. Unless AJ's going to be a part of the faction, too, and that's why no. they didn't. Why didn't they beat him? They should have beat him down, though. Why not just do something? No, I, I, I love that. They should have just beat him down then. <laughs> I did, bro. Bro, I stood <laughs> up like a, I stood up like a three year old when when they stood up. I'm like, let's go, beat his ass, yeah. let's go. And they just kind of walked away, and you, like, you should have seen a look at the feet on Rob's face, just like, where are they going? No fight. What's happening here? Waste of uh, time. But it was great. I, I think the, the match was good. The ending obviously left to be desired because of. Um, you know, the way it ended. But I think it's going to be a cool little faction. I don't know if they had a third man tonight, uh, but they got to do something. I, I think they have to respond Otherwise, tonight. it's just a tag team. Otherwise, it's just a tag team. This guy. 
He's grown up right before yeah, our man. eyes. Speaking of tag it. team, how about those weird tag team rules last night? Oh, yeah, dude. No, <laughs> it started with what? What did we see first? NXT. NXT. So triple threat tag team matches. Three reps are in the ring at the same time. I've never seen that before. Usually, like, you get the awkward, like, oh, I'll take. But this makes the most sense because in regular rules, like, why would you, why would I, if, if I'm my own team, Gooch is his own team, and you're your own team, right? You have a partner, I have a partner, you have a partner. If I'm trying to win the match, why would I ever tag in Gooch? Right. So that's why you need a third guy in there because then you would tag your own partner to come yeah. in. But why would I be like, I don't want to be in this match anymore. Gooch, you get him. You know, like you go fight Rob. <laughs> why? I'm trying to win the match. So well, this is. Well, also, it's like a preservation thing. Well, you, you might never get back in again. That's what I'm saying. If I tag you in and I'm, I'm now I'm on the outside so looking in. So it's not a elimination process. It's nah, pin whoever No, but it's, yeah, it's yeah, one so pin to a finish. Like that's what they should rule. just do a tornado tag. But that's All how. Like in Lucha Libre. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that was a yes. match that shouldn't have taken place. Then, that's what well, you're saying. Well, Rules were written like shit. Come on, Vince. questioning the rule book here Get in 2022, together, Vince. Come thing. on. Uh, but anyway, so moving on, um, a match that the next two matches. I want to. I want to. I want to go off the cuff a little bit. The next two matches we're about to talk about were produced. And if you don't know what a producer is or what his role is, he or she, uh, the role is with WWE. It is, in fact, the role of the producer is to kind of make the match, like from start to finish. How's it going to start? How's it going to end? How's it going to go double down? How is it going to, when is the heat going to start? There's so many parts of every match that the common fan doesn't know about, you know, the shine, which is basically the baby face going nuts in the beginning, right? And then there's a cutoff and there's just so many, I'm doing like a pro wrestling one-on-one right now, but I want to give a special shout out to Pat Buck. He was the actual producer for Ronda Rousey and Flair and Brock and Roman. Nice. So he had those. And then once again, shout out to Pat Buck who handed over his resignation today to the WWE uh, to go home and be with his family. And I think that when you're a WWE superstar producer, referee, manager, whatever, your life is completely fucked. Like, you don't get to go home every night to your kids and wife. You don't get to go home to your family. So the fact that he said, I went out there to set out a goal. I wanted to produce a main event at WrestleMania. He did that and said, I'm good. I mean, you're talking about that is incredible juggernauts, too, and the Ronda Rousey's, the Brock Lesnar's, Roman Reigns. Those are two incredible matches to Just to say... The crossover with this show, we have MMA love, we got the wrestling love, and those two are just mega stars. Like, I know Rousey kind of lost a lot of her shine, and I talk shit about her as much as I can, but, bro, going <laughs> out like that, it's, it's got to be a dream for anybody. If that, Like, that's the pinnacle. If you're not going to wrestle at WrestleMania, right? Right. Do the Kanye. And, and, he, and he was a, a phenomenal professional wrestler. You know, he was always told he was undersized and stuff like that. And they're like, hey, how about being a referee? And he's like, nah, man, I'm a wrestler, you know? And he had great matches. And I got to call those matches him against Cody Rhodes. You know, I think that actually happened within the last three years, four years. So anyway, shout out to Pat, my trainer, the guy who's responsible for me even getting anywhere in professional wrestling. Uh, so shout out to him. But as we do that, we segue over to the Ronda Rousey and uh, Charlotte Flair match, which I think um, it did it did all right. You know, um, obviously, Charlotte um, is an all-pro, you know, when it comes to this. And, and Ronda is still rough around the edges in certain aspects. And I don't well, think she ever... She took off, hurt. Yeah, I mean, you she know. was on a trajectory to, to do better things in the women's division, but, you know, no fault of her own. She gets pregnant, has a kid, has a family. Well, but I mean, it's kind of her fault. It stunts yeah. her growth a little bit as far as... Well, I mean, it's kind of her fault. Takes two to fucking make a kid. Uh, oh, is that is that how it works? I think. Oh, shit. Okay, I didn't know. That's so weird. 
It's when weird. Tommy started to talk right there, I was like, we're going to have to fucking edit this. He, did, he didn't, he <laughs> didn't really go it. there. I thought he was going to anyway, really ruin the whole so show. So this match delivers start to finish. Again, uh, the ending, Flair it flares it. You know, she yeah. cheats. She gets it out of She gets the win out of the way and gets out of Dodge. Um, I think that that's the way to do it. Keeps everybody strong. Ronda Rousey still looks like a badass because she looked like she was about to kill somebody after this match. I think that's the way it definitely should have played out. Um, but yeah, great match. Top to start to finish, I think. Yeah, it needed the dusty finish. It right. did. Like right. you said, it didn't hurt anybody. I thought of Chris when Charlotte put her in the figure eight because I'm like, are they going to make her tap? Because it looked like they were about there to make no her tap. There was no way they, they would ever make Ronda tap. No, they should have had Holly Holm run into the ring and kick her in the <laughs> face and just knocked her out instead. That's how she lost. She got kicked in the face. She, she did get kicked in the face. Out. Legacy is intact, great. Ronda. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah intact. So that, uh, that happened. So that match was great. But then obviously last night concluded with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Now going into this, everybody was on... Um, Roman Reigns is, you know, all of a sudden he was just, he, he got went to God mode, right? He's, he is. And you know, it's funny. I started to finally come around to Roman Reigns. Like I was like, this guy is talking a good game. He's backing it up with some serious, serious, you know, fire in the ring. And now you're going into a match with the beast and you're about to unify the belts, right? This is, they, they build it the biggest match of all time. And it was the way it ended you sent me a picture of what Roman's shoulder looked like for a second. He got locked into a Kamara, and Brock wasn't letting go, and that shit was in deep. Like that you know was it just so lands to the point like nobody likes Brock. <laughs> I love Brock. I mean, you know like, what it is. You you get but like come on, bro. You breaking somebody's arm in the fucking ring? Relax, it, bro. The crazy thing with submission <laughs> like not that, Frank Mir, it's Roman Reigns. Mur. The crazy thing, the crazy thing with a submission like that is you could just lightly have it on somebody. And their shoulder pops out. It's, it's, it's a strange. He did thing. say it. It was audible on the broadcast. He kept saying it's out. It's he, out. So yeah. like, that was rough. Like rough to listen to. Because rough to see. It's like I have this shoulder pops in and out constantly. Right. If I get put in a Kimura, I could have this thing put all the way to my back, and then it won't pop out. Put me in an Americana. Come right out. Yeah, so I guess everybody's built different, but it's, that happens. It's weird. It, the it's ending weird is how it happens, but his arm was instantly. I'm gonna go ahead and think that Brock is just a grunt and didn't know how to go light. No, I, I don't foresee that. Yeah, but you know what though? Everybody's worked. Here's why it worked. Roman still won the match, right? You saw him put it back in. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was kind of. And then visibly he put the it back spear. in. It was kind of weird. And then he hits the spear. So at what point is Roman Reigns going to start doing movies now? Because you just took out Brock Lesnar on WrestleMania. Obviously, his star is as bright as it's going to be. He should be he Aquaman at this point. To, somebody <laughs> said it the other day that he should be... Who, who said it? Was it you or you? What? what? Somebody said something about Roman Reigns being Aquaman. He should have been. He looks like Aquaman. He should have been Aquaman. I know you guys saw that video my of point the being fan is saying that. The trajectory that to him, right? for pro wrestlers when they become the world champ and they kind of sustain it for a little bit, you see the John Cena's, you see Rock. Well, you know, at what point is this guy? He's got the look. They tried that with him. So handsome. When, no. when, they, when they were pushing him as a <laughs> face, they tried attention. that with him. And it made the WWE universe fucking hate him because they were saying that Vince was shoving him down everybody's throats. He was in commercials. And yeah, yeah, but I'm telling you right now, now is the time to strike. Point, you, he, it's all about making millions. He looks his best right now. He's got his best in ring. Other things. Best in ring work right now. Best promos right now. He's got a strike, and now he's the universal whatever the hell they're going to call it, the unified champion. I hope they get rid of the brand, the brand split with this. I don't I know. Really I don't do. foresee them doing that because I don't know if they have. They have too many wrestlers. 
people will get lost. It'll feel like the attitude error all over again. Where guys where you just, you just are gonna wind anything. up on Sunday night heat. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just lost. There's too many wrestlers on the roster to only have w- one brand, I think. I, I don't personally. No, 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 I would no, love not, it. I'm not Give talking, me a story on Monday and continue it on Friday. I love that. But yeah, I'm not I don't talking think it's about getting happen. rid of like SmackDown or anything. But no, no, no. It, it just there's not enough. If it, if Raw's a three hour show and SmackDown's a two hour show, and you're only allowed and allocated a certain amount of matches, like you can't. There's just not enough. Like there's not enough, uh, not enough time to get the key components in, right? Like if you if you open up Raw tonight with a promo from Cody, right? And the, the promo leads to a tag match that goes down on SmackDown. That's two spots gone already. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to continue the big names onto the next show. You can't just I leave somebody I, in the back. Rob, what I are your thoughts? Because split. I have none. <laughs> I just, I have a question for both of them is who, who is, who's going to beat Roman? Who do you think they're they're thinking about to beat Roman? If you if you wanted the, my honest opinion, I think, I think Brock does it. It's got to be Brock. Yeah, I think Brock does it. It's backlash be. or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I think this is not done. It's not over. You know how WrestleMania is, bro. Nothing ever ends. I don't think there was one match besides the Austin stuff because it's a one off, and like besides those kind of. I feel like every single match is going to be back. For backlash, or it's, is it's backlash funny. a thing anymore? Yeah, it's the next it one. So it's funny because WrestleMania was supposed to be billed as the end the, all, the event to end all feuds and begin new ones, but it, it just never is the case. Them. It's it, never, yeah, it's never the case. Well, you know what? If it works, just, and it just makes impossible. money. But it does. It does work in a in a like when Rock and Cena, right? That was done after. You could do it with certain things, but it's contingent on the fact that like you have these storylines that are impossible. You're not writing a movie. Like it's congruent thing. It's always going to be dynamic. It's always going to be fluid. So you might be able to to cap one storyline, but. Just with all the shit you just were talking about, it lends to the point. There's too much going on. How are you going right. to congruently line up all 80 beefs that are happening in all pro wrestling right now and be like, they're all done here, start new? Yeah. It's not well, possible. look, you'll get your new ones tonight. I'm sure, like, you know, I don't know. I don't foresee any of the, the champions doing something new. Like, maybe they do something with RK. I, I can almost bank on a complete rematch with the RK bro. Same teams, same corners, same thing. So, Rob, same. Rob who do you think's beating uh, Roman? Right now, you'd ha- I would. I- you got to make a new contender, or or I, well, like I don't want to see Bobby Lashley get. Squashed, I was just gonna say Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley is a story to go with right now. He didn't lose his title, so technically, and he beat the shit still, out of Omos, who was still untouchable. His title, yeah, and then he walked in there and beat up Omos. He's the one who deserves it, but I don't want to see him lose right away either, though. I don't even want to yeah, see him that. Him and Brock still have unfinished business, so maybe a title contention match between the two of them. Possibly. Uh, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, I like maybe. that. Maybe maybe Brock comes out tonight and says, I want my rematch, and then dun, 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 what dun, and Lashley Reigns, comes out. What if and Roman like, Reigns needs surgery or some shit on his shoulder? Oh, shit. That's another that's big, big thing. We'll find out more tonight. So you're going to have to set up an interim title. Call Dana. He'll figure it all <laughs> out. Right? Uncle Dana, uh, can you fix this, please? Well, I don't know. He, he hit that spear pretty good with it last night. Was he able did, to raise but yeah, there's a lot of adrenaline going. Wake up the next morning. You could. He ain't spearing anybody at 9 a.m. No, this morning. I could promise he's you not. that. He's Ew. not. All right. Before we get into the UFC 273, so obviously WrestleMania comes and goes, and obviously it was great. Night one, night two, the Hall of Fame, NXT, everything delivers. You become like if you were just like a on the fringe fan of wrestling and you watch that entire thing, you want more. And like right now, I can't wait to go home and watch Raw tonight. And I, it's been a long time since I felt that way. You know what I mean? Where I'm just like I am thriving and, and just thirsty for something else to happen. In the, in the world of professional wrestling. WrestleMania always drew me back in. I would not watch for years 
like during you know Raws, Smackdowns, any. Right. But then I'd watch WrestleMania, and then I'd be bring you right back in. Yeah, hook you so right back in. So we're it's, trying to get it's Chris great. There. It's great for the brand. It's great for the Fight Factory. It's great for all of us here uh, here at Chop Sports. But before we get into UFC 273 and Chris takes over the show, uh, I do want to say uh, and give a shout out to the Feel Good Factory, which is established in 2017 the feel good factory is here for all your high quality cbd products all products are manufactured in long island new york in an iso 6 clean room they create everything from creams gummies pet products always third-party tested and curated with quality ingredients they offer shipping throughout the u.s and offer curbside delivery on mondays and fridays if you use the promo code chop sports you're getting a, a whole quarter off 25 percent off all products you can call them believe it or not they have a toll-free number 888-519-1139 today or visit the website thefeelgoodfactory.com or on instagram at thefeelgoodfactorycbd and of course this whole thing wouldn't be possible without dudes gourmet please guys do yourself a favor give you the big seasoning companies the big f you okay because they've been lying to you for years what are we doing we're eating he was doing the You're zeke, doing the zeke? Oh. That was the Zeke. I like it. They're manipulating the numbers, rounding down the calorie counts, and adding shit that's not even food quality without your knowledge. Dudes Gourmet is the best all-natural seasonings with no additives, no filler, no caking agents, pure flavor. Head on over to Dudes Gourmet right now and choose one of their premier rubs from the espresso rub, everything minus the bagel, sweet baby Jesus, a fr- uh, family uh, family friend, <laughs> a favorite, favorite of mine, and of course, Pizza Dudes got 30 seconds. You can put Dudes Gourmet on everything, on all your favorite burgers, steaks, seafood, vegetables, anything that needs that extra kick. It's right here right now and get free shipping for orders over $50 with the promo code OSHIP. That's capital O. Follow them on Instagram. They have a great, a phenomenal Instagram following, by the way, um, over at at Dudes Gourmet. Gooch. We finally have a UFC card to look forward to. But yes, first, we do. First, some updated news on my boy Colby. Yes, yeah, so uh, Bob Mennery went on, I forget which podcast, but it's kind of irrelevant. He spoke at length about the night in question, and obviously the night we're talking about is the night outside Poppy's Steakhouse in Miami where allegedly uh, George Masvidal ran up on Colby like the thug that he that they're claiming him to be because now there's a couple other things coming out about this where, you know, not so fast, uh, Masvidal's side has some different things to say. But essentially Bob Mennery came out and, and tried to put to bed the rumor that he set up Colby. Um, I think the Nelk boys are actually kind of putting Bob Mennery out on a on the ledge, so to speak. They're putting him on Front Street, where I think Jared was one of the guys that said, I think uh, Bob set him up. So his part of his own team is coming out and saying this. Um, Bob Mennery is denying it wholeheartedly. But if you listen to this thing at length, man, it's just hard for me to wrap my head around it. I do think he, in fact, did set up. Colby, but the reason why he's in so much you denial that? right now is because there could be possible criminal charges going against Bob Mennery if they do, in fact, find yeah, a text an accessory. Message. Because you can't set up a thing like that. I, maybe he didn't know how it was now by go doing down. the by doing the Instagram videos that setting him up. No, no. So how? Because, because you, here's the thing. Um, so you literally think Mennery went on like behind his back look, and texted look, him or something? You're gonna have to watch for yourself because it's a long interview. It's 30 minutes long. The thing that I saw on it was a YouTube cut up, and it was like 17 minutes. I went to the comments of that, and that's usually where you get your the best information. Watch the video, but then look at the comments, and you see what everybody's chiming in, and you get to see what the court of public opinion is thinking. And I promise you right now, the court of public opinion fully believes that Bob Mennery set up your boy Colby. I said the same thing. I would thing. smack that no motherfucker to sleep if that um, was the case. Now, speaking of, when he's speaking on the situation, he makes some good points, and he's saying, you know, we're out in Miami. We go out every single time we go out. We, um, 
we have our we're, we're posting where we're at in real time Colby did share the video so Colby's just as guilty as that but the lack of security just the way it all went down um, you're gonna have to watch the video I'm not trying to plug another show or anything like that I don't even know what show it's on Google Bob Mennery talks about the 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 incident with Colby and you'll get all about it but I personally I'm on the, I'm on the side of I think Bob Mennery is a bitch I think he's a dry snitch or at least a snitch or something wow. of the sort and um, while Masvidal isn't a bitch because he's the one that actually went out there and he lives by a different code um, it's curious to find out how this is all going to unfold because you know like I said Masvidal's side of this story is very different from what Colby's team is talking about and obviously we're going to get to find out I think Masvidal gets arraigned or, or he has his first court date on like April 21st so lock him up throw away the key we'll get more information It'd be on great that to talk to the down. people that were involved well, and just so you know, uh, yeah, so, well, obviously, I did reach out to the, to the Covington party, uh, and he's not allowed or not permitted. Until this whole thing blows over, he's not going to do I any I better press. not see him on Ariel Hawani. I mean, Ariel Hawani has a little bit more stroke than we do, but, Fuck you know. Him. I think we're okay. talking about when, when the reason why they think he still set him up, though, is a lot to do with there was a security guard there, but he wasn't present at the time, and there was some type of weird thing, like, why did Bob Mennery see the whole thing? And... Like he's it's the only person that's I don't like it. Thing. I don't like it. Sounds fishy. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I'll send you the link, guys. Yeah, I definitely want to see um, that. I won't send you guys the link though. You're Actually, we'll, maybe we'll out. drop it in the comments to 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 kind of take a look. But anyway, so we finally got UFC, right? Yes. So we're back. So yeah, put that to bed. We'll talk more about the Bob Mennery thing in a little bit. I guess first, what we're going to talk about is the Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling, and what we guess we could call this a title unification bout. Is is Yan the interim title holder right now as of current? Because Aljamain had to pull out of the last fight. I'm asking you, Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, so it is It is a unification bout, even though the biggest paper champion in the history of the, the Ultimate Fighting Championship is Aljamain Sterling. I've been a fan of his my entire fanhood. Sound like it. <laughs> but we watched this fight. This was one of the first things that we did as a group, as Chop Sports, when we went. This is our first live. I do it was believe. me, you, Jorge. Well, it was me and you, and we just almost did the same thing. We invited other people to come in with a link, and we watched this fight live um, over the Facebook Live, mm -hmm. Facebook group. That's right. And it was just one of those things where Aljamain Sterling, obviously, if you're a fight fan, you know what happened. Rob's he, struggling over here, by he the way. Faked, he faked like he took a knee. Um, he, he did took take a, a fucking knee. knee. He took Come a on. knee, but he faked like he was knocked unconscious by the knee. He clearly wasn't. Um, then there was a subsequent pullout and a surgery and a bunch of other things where he seemingly just needed to get all these things fixed, which he probably was injured, but I think he could have fought. He was milking the belt a little, a little too long. As you could see, uh, Peter Yan is now the interim champ. Now, looking at the point, uh, the point spread, the odds of Same this thing. fight, I'll, I'll go around. Tommy, I'll start with you first. How do you think this one plays out? You know who I'm going to go with. I'm always going to pick Aljamain. Um, come on. All right, so Heavy we're going to clear the air as to why. Tommy no, it's has, definitely going to be a Tommy, heavy dog. Tommy yeah. Plus 325, Tommy man. trained jiu-jitsu at Madama Jiu-Jitsu, and that's uh, a sister school of the whole that whole team, whatever's got going on in Long Island, it trickled its way down to Tom's River, is it, Tommy? Yeah. It's Tom's River, and they have a team, and it's a sister school of the place where Tommy trained at. Me, personally, I have no affiliation to any school whatsoever, and I'll call it exactly like I see it. Tommy knows this as well as anybody does. Peter Yan is too good for Aljamain Sterling. 
He's. I I wholeheartedly agree. You with agree, that. Rob? Yes. Did you do you have much on this? Sterling is he hasn't fought since that this has happened, right? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So I hope he gets his ass kicked. That's yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> honestly I echo that sentiment, Rob, and I couldn't have said it better myself. I am a, I was an Aljamain uh, Sterling fan going into this fight, and maybe I can be after, but for this one right now, I need to see this wrong righted, and the only path to victory that you would really see would be. Uh, Aljamain being able to out wrestle him, he tried in their first fight and he got molly whopped. He got ragged on the molly whopped. That that's one. one of my favorite and things. And we all know that he doesn't have the striking that 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 Peter Yan has. So or Piotr Yan has. So Peter. we can move past this one. I think it's going to be a fairly easy fight. Um, it might go the distance. It might not. But it's going to be controlled distance to di- uh, bell to bell by next uh, uh, next fight. We got friend of the show Gilbert Burns. <laughs> He's never actually got back to us. But Gilbert Burns taking on. Uh, Come shot. I mean, uh, Kamza. No, yeah, Kamza Chimaev. Um, I always thought he was uh, one of Khabib's guys for like the first six fights of his career, which all took place in a one-week span. So I was calling him one of Khabib guys, but he's in he fact, looks like a Khabib guy. But he he trains in, out in Sweden with the Viking folk, Sweden. and I just think that breeds a different breed of fighter out there. Um, He'll kill anybody. Not that the Russians are any different. <laughs> he killed me for saying he's, that. He's like the best of both worlds in terms of people that literally don't he's give a, a fuck. fucking Chechnyan man. He's a Chechnyan <laughs> a Viking. <laughs> Basically, so he is he is everything that is scary wrapped up into one. And even look at him, man, Gilbert Burns. Now, looking at the way they the tail of the tape, Gilbert Burns is a lot bigger than I thought. You know, I was looking at this fight, and if you heard me talking a couple weeks back, I was saying that uh, he's just going to be way too big. He's going to dust him. Gilbert Burns is, you know, even seeing them stand next to each other, Burns is put together. Looking at, the, looking at the odds on this fight, I mean, uh, again, I'll go I'll go to Dave first this time, Dave. I mean, look, based off of what I've seen this guy do in his brief career, uh, he's Burns is going to get murdered. I think, and I like Burns. I, I I really do, but I don't I don't foresee this being. I close did like Burns until he blew you off. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think he blew us off. I think that's the going rate right now. You could talk about a bunch of these guys. Like going look, rate. How much? Rate, how much to get a want? guy to get a, a a top five ranked fighter uh, on the podcast or on the show, you have to pony up sometimes and this guy wanted a little bit of cheddar to oh, come on the show so okay. right now you know we're not quite remember where you came from there gilbert uh maybe <laughs> he'll come on after the loss to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. after he gets sparked by uh comms out then maybe, uh, maybe but no gilbert burns he's a he's a honestly i've watched a lot of his interviews in preparation for the fake interview that we were about to do and he's <laughs> like he's a cool dude so it's like I'm, I'm a fan of his granted he's trying to get his paper i understand that but he's gonna have a tough path to the title after getting pounded out Pause by uh, Kamzat. <laughs> hey, you're on a roll today. All right, so. Anyway, um, the main event of the evening. So does anybody give a fuck what Rob or I think about this? No, or? not at all, actually. No. Who, who, who do you got in this fight? Sorry. We just, you know, we're trying to move it Honestly, along. No. <laughs> no I'm, I'm kidding. Go ahead, Tommy. Tommy, I from the corner. We're just running, you know. we're No, we have plenty of time, actually. Okay. Take out the first 12 minutes so you try to get the name of the thing right and we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know, Dave. You're, you're giving that credence. That I'm not. Really, I'm not. I think he's funny. a corny mother effer. But go ahead. That's why I'm here. Yes. Go um, ahead. Yeah. Kind of spitballing off of what Rob you said. Quits, by the way, he's like, "Fuck this show." He's <laughs> falling asleep. He's tired. He's tired I mean, off. it's been a long day. It's been a long day. We got to figure something out. Um, <laughs> it's the fact that. that <laughs> <What's wrong>? <laughs> <laughs> Just go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. To you, Chris. Do Do you think? In Kamzat's last fight, he's shown us enough to get this fight, or are they just giving it to him because... And they're saying if he wins, he gets a title shot, right? That's what I'm hearing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, yes. I think right now, if you asked 
comes out who he wants to fight, he'll say anybody. You even listen to him talk about title shots, and he's like, I have no problem, Connor, getting a title shot. This sounds like a guy that's very confident, and we're going to talk about a little bit about destiny. He is Viking, right? Mm-hmm. So, like a pagan fuck. I mean, now. he hasn't <laughs> been hit yet, <laughs> but, which is But impressive. the point being is he seems like very confident on the path that he's headed towards and that he will one day be the champion, and one day he's going to fight Usman. He has a firm understanding as to how the business works, and he also knows that he's probably been offered to every single guy in the top 10 on his way towards this fight. And most of these guys are turning this fight down. Nobody wants to fight him. And, you know, he had the, the bout set up with Leon Edwards, and then the COVID thing took place. So not through no fault of his own, he hasn't been able to fight. Every time you see this guy go out there, he completely walks through his opponent. Um, and to the point that I was originally trying to make, I think if you ask a guy right now who's who's trying to steal the other person's shine, right now, Kamzat has the shine. So Gilbert Burns needs this fight to get back into the title con- uh, conversation. And you know what's funny? The only name that's coming out of Gilbert Burns' mouth is not Kamzat. It's Colby. Really? Yeah. Fun. Good times. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's talking plenty about Kamzat, but right now, Colby is the thing that's no, going to get the headline. All the, the, the quotes... For Gilbert have just been about how Colby messed up. You know, it should have been me that he was fighting and mm. then not fighting Masvidal. Like, Lamberger. Like, you know, some French cries with well, that. Yeah, that's what had the American <laughs> top team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. makes sense. Is this his toughest fight to date? Comes out? Yeah. Yeah, by far. By far. 100%. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you one name of one other guy he's fought. Like, I Wait, can't, no, his last I fight can't. was supposed to be. Uh, it was well. He's had bouts that were supposed to be I, set up. That was his Bilal last Muhammad fight. He walked or, right through. Or, um, it was a guy that he had no business fighting. Not Neil Magny. He's the only guy that I've heard that actually wanted to fight. That no, was a guys. name. It was a decent name for him. I don't remember. Couldn't he? Then he fight the guy in back to back. The guy who felt like back to back days or something, or like four days in a no, row. No, that's or, basically him. Uh, was it? That uh, wasn't Kevin Holland. No, somebody with a computer. <laughs> so Kamzat's last. Uh, this is going to bring up this. But who is it? Kamzat's last fight. Kamzat Chaimev. Dun, dun, dun. Last fight. Dun, well, then carry me dun, through this as I look dun. it up, you jerk right, off. So, like. I, so you think that after this, he definitely should get the title shot? I think it depends on what... Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know that... Unless they give it to somebody like a Connor, which I can't imagine happening. But yeah, like, you really want to see Usman against anybody else? Let's look Jing at Liang? Jing Liang. And actually, let's talk about this. Submission victory. Let's talk about about? We, I think we've all glossed over this fact, and I'm not going to talk too much about it, but I'm pretty sure that that, uh, Leon Edwards and Usman is a done deal, and it's just a matter of when they get the date because Usman had surgery. I'm pretty sure that Usman and Leon Edwards is is a done deal. It's just that they don't have like a venue or a date until Usman recovers. You know the venue? Fight night fucking Albuquerque at 12 o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon because that is not a pay-per-view that'll sell. Well, he's a champion, so yeah, it will sell. Well, so, first of all, I think Kamaru Usman... I don't agree with it. I'm just saying it You it show me sell. a fight. Kamzat, maybe, but you show me a fight that with Usman in it right now that's going to sell. Besides Connor, or like Kamzat, I guess you could say Kamzat would sell, but Kamzat's got a, an opponent, and right now... Um, who do you give Leon Edwards to? I'd say eventually you're going to have to get into a situation where the guy that's on an 11 fight win streak gets a title shot. Are you going to jump the gun, uh, jump the line again with a guy like a Kamzat? He doesn't deserve it over Leon Edwards. You have to agree with that. I do. Yeah. So it, it, at a certain point, unless it's Connor, that's the only money fight that I could. I could see taking Leon Edwards off the table. Kamzat, there's plenty of fights out there. Uh, a Kamzat against a Colby fight would kill. Just as much as the Usman fight, and then you get to get Kamzat twice. Because I think, or Colby again, you know, let them two fight in a title eliminator. Mm. 
that would at least be fun banter between those two because Kamzat likes to talk shit too. Yeah. And and it also puts um, Colby in a situation where if he loses to Kamzat, then he could fight his boy Gilbert Burns right here. And that'll be a perfect little trifecta. It'll all be lining up at the same time. You should I book like these it. things. All right, speaking of booking things, last time, uh, the, the last match uh, or fight of this night um, is the Korean Zombie against Volkanovski. Um, heavy, heavy yeah. favorite. Minus 750, my God. It's like, what? They don't, they're not giving the zombie well, while this any is much a, of a while chance this here. this is an interesting fight because the zombie has, like, you know, he's he's literally is what it says he is. He's a zombie. He he could take a beating, and he could knock somebody out. He has some highlight reel knockouts, but he's been put down a couple times in his career as well. Um, just a game opponent, a good fill-in for Max, um, but nothing really about this fight excites me. Volkanovski's shown that he's really strong in there. Um, he used to be 380 pounds rugby player, so anybody that knows anything about Volkanovski knows you're going to have to fucking hit him with a sledgehammer right between the eyes to take this dude out. Mm. I don't think uh, the zombie has one. I don't think he has a sledgehammer. He probably doesn't. <laughs> he's not Triple H. You know, like these are these are things you don't have. So it's it's unfortunate Something while we're, we we're getting over. a great card and just a mm. pay-per-view finally, like we've been kind of starving since the Colby fight for a really good UFC it really hasn't been that long. I'm I'm being maybe a little bit um, greedy when it comes to this. Almost but a month. Yeah, yeah. Feels, so feels this longer. Is, it's yeah. about that time. Um, maybe we're just spoiled with better fights. But this card, while I'm excited about some of them, mainly the the Kamzat thing to see what he could do with a top flight guy. But the other fights, I mean, they're just lopsided. There's not yeah, really I too mean, many uh, fights that look at, I'm looking That's at. Like, I will be shocked if Zombie upsets Volkanovski like big time. I'm not betting on any of these fights because the lines are all too big. Right. Um, so Volkanovski, I think, is going to steamroll. Yeah, this is Zombie. This, this won't one. be close. I don't uh, think it's going to be close. Could you believe that out of all the years that Zombie's been in the UFC, you know he's been there a long time. Yeah, right? but he left for war, didn't he? Yeah. He's only had ten fights. Or he didn't leave the UFC. War. I say war. He no, left. he has. He has he to go to war. times of service. <laughs> he had to go to the army and like train for his country. Yeah, no, he, he had wasn't times of service. Right. But he's been in the UFC when since the WEC evaporated. That was it. And he's only had ten fights. That's wow. how many times he had to keep going away to go to war. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, and we end the show with that fun fact. It's going to be a, uh, a phenomenal card for sure. Um, I couldn't give you what I think is going to happen because as much as I want Zombie to win, I the way Volkanovski dispatched Aldo and uh, Holloway. Yeah, but I think he lost the Holloway fight. So... We'll see. It goes so down this Saturday night for UFC 273. And obviously, if you're watching music. this, yeah, if you're watching this, you know that uh, WrestleMania Raw the day after already happened. So hopefully something cool happens and comes out of that that we'll be able to discuss next week on the show. Remind me right as soon as we end this to pitch an idea to you about this show in particular. And it's, it's a good idea. Is it like to start at three hours earlier? <laughs> yes, that too. Uh, that 1,000%. Because I am fading fast, Tommy, my friend. Uh, Tommy could work remote. Tommy um, looks at us like, <laughs> what about me? What about the Raven? All right, anyway, so with that being said, for Dave Sturcho, no, Chris whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we go, put my graphic up. Please, Chris. I don't know there is a Hall of Famer who needs to be talked about every week on this show. Hall of Fame is Wait, over. Excuse me. I got rid of it. Are you kidding me? I got rid of it. Well, he got rid of it, but I'll tell you in this in this camera right here. 1995 <laughs> gimmick of the year, Hall of Famer, the chart buster, the original stunner, the Disco Inferno will be in the Hall of Fame one year. 
Las Vegas are working on that. Don't worry, they forgot about you. I won't. We will be there one day. Remember, <laughs> who it. said Rob it is first? joining the show, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. By the way, uh, <laughs> no, he, he won't go for that. Drive one. for this year is Chris Gucci versus Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. Hey, listen, we could shoot for that too, bro. I think Chris would dominate. Why? Right, why? Why am I being left out of this? I'm the <laughs> well, former gonna, fucking you're gonna retired. Fucking, you're gonna. You're gonna announce. Mm. You retired. Don't worry. Are you going to come out of retirement? I tell you what, man. I tell you you what. Over the last couple days, there's been a lot of thoughts. There's been a (laughs) lot of thoughts. And uh, I would never actually just come out and say that I want to do it again, but I kind of want to. You know what? No, no, no. no. (laughs) I kind of want to take a bump here and there. Never say never. Never say never. I still think that we need to set up a ring. Right in the middle of the fucking somewhere, yeah, no, right here, outside the I would at love the Chop Sports Barbecue. There you go. I would. I got to check with uh, the parks. Parks department. department. <laughs> parks recreation. They won't even let us a bounce house there. They're not going to let us set up a fucking piece wrestling of thing. shit. All right. Well, anyway, we're out of here. We're, we're yeah. calling it a day. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.